Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Erin Earth Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Melissa. If you've never listened before, thank you. I'm so glad you're here. If you've listened for a long time, you know how much I love you and I appreciate you so much. I would love to connect with you personally. Feel free to send me an email or shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Melissa Moffat with a period in the middle. So Melissa period Moffat, you can find a link in the show notes and all of that. But I'd love to connect with you. Send me a DM or take a screenshot of this episode if you really like it or any of the other episodes and share on your story. And I love sharing those up and getting your feedback about the show. Feel free to also leave a review at some point. But we're going to dive into the episode. I have some stuff to, to, to give you all today. So this is a part one of a two-part series, at least two parts, maybe three. I don't know what's going to happen, but this is part one. I at least know there's going to be a part two. And today we are talking about how to create a business that is integrated with the rest of your life. So what I mean by that is a business that is supportive of the lifestyle you want to live, a business that is allows space and time and freedom, a business where you're doing something that means a lot to you, that's really important to you, a business where you you know, can do it from maybe anywhere in the world because you've chosen to go online or you've chosen to have, you know, employees that you trust to help you. I'm going to mainly be talking about energetics, mindset, embodiment, things like that. Those are the things that I really focus on teaching and I believe the best strategies and the best content and the best creations come from when we're really aligned and have that foundation of that you know, that connection of, of who we really are and that comes through in our business. Connection to God, connection to the universe, connection to nature, connection to love and all of that. The best businesses come from that place. The businesses that are good for the world, that are good for your life. And I'm excited today to talk about a few different things. I believe I'm covering five different ways that you can create this own kind of business in your own life. So this can look like, you know, the the people who I work a lot with are yoga teachers, coaches, you know, meditation teachers, energy healers, business coaches, money coaches, things like that. And I help them improve their connection to potential and current clients help them feel like better leaders, help them draw in more clients, help them feel great about money, help them make a lot more money, help them with strategy, help them with loving their lives. And it's all connected, right? Like 
I, I'm kind of through with the whole paradigm of like the nine to five compartmentalized, this is your work, this is your life, you hate your work and you try to love your life kind of thing. I'm like, no, no, thank you. I, I really want for my clients and for everyone, and I truly believe this is possible with the help of technology, if we're all more in a state of abundance where we're wanting to share and wanting to take care of each other and being generous with our time, with our money, where we're uplifting each other. I truly believe it's possible. Obviously, there's a lot you know, going against this. There's a lot of uh, oppression. There's a lot of governmental corruption. There's a lot of greed. And that's why I think it's our duty and it's important for us to build businesses that are you know, taking up the space of, you know, really greedy corporations or, you know, companies that don't pay their employees well or using, you know, basically slave labor, um, you know, people who are tremendously underpaid um, and in unsafe working conditions to make a profit. Businesses aren't about profit anymore. At least that's where I believe that we're evolving. I believe that karma is going to kill out the businesses that are greedy and selfish and, you know, all of those things. And that we see more and more, I work with women all the time who are making, you know, like as much as they did in their regular jobs and then more and then more and more and more. I now make, you know, six or seven times what I did as an engineer and growing more (laughs) and being an engineer was great there was a lot of good intention behind it but there were a lot of limitations from again like governmental regulations and all of that kind of thing okay so let me dive into the different ways that you yourself as someone who has a good heart as someone who's compassionate as someone who wants to have a business or a career that is integrated with your life and reflecting of your values, does good for the world, is supportive of your dream lifestyle and helps other people find theirs. Let me tell you the different ways that you can do that. Okay, so the very first important thing is for you to have some sort of practice of connecting to yourself, connecting to your higher power, connecting to the universe, connecting to your soul, all of these things. That is extremely important every day, multiple times a day, I would say. <laughs> That's what I do. That's what I suggest you know, to my clients to do. It's not about just saying, okay, what do I need to do? I need to get this stuff done. What's on my to-do list? Because over time as you do that, what's going to happen is you're going to lose track of where it is that you even really want to go and what it is that you even really want to do. And you're going to build a business that's going to be based in fear, based in lack, based in frustration, based in being hurried and all of these kind of things. And over time, you'll look and be like, this doesn't even feel good to me. This doesn't even feel like what I really want to be doing, you know, and you'll wonder where you went wrong, what happened. But if you're spending time every day checking in, and that doesn't mean that sometimes, sometimes things get off, sometimes we feel off, sometimes we have to pivot, sometimes we have to uproot things altogether. One of my clients in my mastermind currently right now is completely changing. You know, she's been a business coach and all of these things 
you know, social media coach for quite a long time and has, you know, become very successful at it. And it's been wearing on her in the months that we've been working together. And eventually I was just like, and she was kind of like starting to hint and bring up that she was like, I know eventually I want to go into real estate. I want to do this other thing. And eventually on one of our calls, I was just like, you know, is this really, really it? Because some things weren't working. And she was like, no, like, I just need to start transitioning out of this now. And so, you know, it wasn't that she wasn't like checking in with herself. It was just that something came up, you know, over time. And there was a bigger leap instead of these little tiny shifts that need to be made. But most of the time, you can be checking in with yourself and making little tiny shifts. Like, how do I actually want to launch this course? What would feel good? Would it feel good for me to post every day? Would it feel good for me to post a few times? Would it feel good to do it for a week or three weeks? Would it feel good to have this masterclass? Would it feel good to have this big course? Would it feel good for me to be online or in person or have a retreat or whatever and I truly believe that what feels best to you what fits in best with your life the thing that you're having the most fun with you're going to get the best results because people can feel that energy of love and devotion to what you're doing excitement and you know curiosity and and inviting people to come in versus like doing it out of pressure doing it because you want to make money which I want to make money. I love money, but like the pressure to make money, it being a goal, not a fun outcome. It being the thing that you need versus the thing that comes to you because of your service. So continuing to make these little tiny, tiny micro adjustments every day in your business based on what you find within yourself, what you connect with. So, you know, meditating, journaling, working through fears, working through what's coming up, asking yourself what it is that you really actually want, moving your body, dancing, yoga, going out into nature, listening. There have been times, I'll give you an example of when I truly heard something from myself that I was like, oh, hey, that needs to be implemented right now. And I had a huge drastic benefits like overnight. I did a launch of my course Worthy a few months ago. And I did a VIP option where it was kind of like a mini mastermind. And I loved Worthy. I was so excited about launching Worthy. People were joining Worthy, but not many people were signing up for the VIP option. And I was like, Hmm. And I wasn't completely behind it. I, I didn't feel completely behind it. And I knew that because I didn't feel completely behind it, why would someone else be behind it and sign up? You have to totally be behind what it is that you're selling and what it is that you're creating. So I, I asked myself, what do, what is it that I need to do? What do I need to change? What do I need to say? And I sat down and I was meditating and then I had this idea to make it like the mastermind, right? Like that wasn't the idea at first where it was like this teaching experience where, you know, the women were coming together and being in community and there was different themes for each call and I was teaching them lessons and then they were sharing on it and all of these kinds of things. And it also came to me that I need to pitch this to the to women who are currently in Worthy, kind of like an upgrade, like an add-on. And so I did all of those things. I like busted it out. It was like, I don't normally work in the evening. It was like eight o'clock, but I was like, I have to write all this down. It just came through so powerfully and so quickly. And I wrote it down and then I sent an email out to everyone who's already in Worthy and six of them signed up within 24 hours. So I was like, oh, okay. 
And that's just, that's a really like clear example, but sometimes you kind of have to shift through the, the muddy waters of like, what is, is this decision based on fear? Is this decision based on lack? Am I doing this because I'm comparing myself or am I doing this because this is truly what I want? And sometimes there's a gray area and you kind of just have to try it out and see what happens. But having those practices is going to keep you resilient, is going to keep you going, connected, based in love, based in curiosity, based in fun. It's going to ignite so much power within you instead of operating from those old programs of stress and struggle and frustration and like work is hard and business is hard and all of these things. Okay, the second thing that I would suggest is to hire a mentor. That completely shifted my business. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a business coach. I would love for you to hire me. I would love for you to join one of my programs if you feel called. I would also love for you to join someone else's. But even before I was teaching business, back when I was still teaching, and I still teach worthiness, self-worth, meditation, mindfulness, all of these kind of things. It's all incorporated. It's all integrated. It's all what I love to do which comes from my practices, you know, me being, <laughs> me saying, what is, what is it that I really love to teach? What is it that I'm here to help people with and following through on that and showing up with that. But anyway, back when I was still teaching, when I first released Worthy, which was my first course ever, I didn't do it without a mentor or I didn't do it with a mentor at first. I listened to a bunch of podcast episodes, which is great at the time. And I, you know, got a little money in and I took that money and I invested it in a coach because everything I read, everything I saw said, you need to hire a coach because it's, it really is in hindsight, 2020, like it's hard to do it on your own. It's hard to know what to do. It's hard to figure it out. It's emotionally difficult. You don't know, you know, all the steps. You don't really trust yourself yet. There's not a lot of confidence. And a mentor, a coach can impart that confidence, that wisdom, that experience onto you and hold space for everything that comes up through you creating a business and through you expanding a business. So hire a coach. If you've already hired a coach, if you've already been in courses and you're feeling stuck, it's probably time to hire a coach again. It's also an initiation to your next level because the woman who can drop this amount of money, you know, who can pay this amount monthly for her coach or can pay this amount for courses. I buy courses, I swear, like every freaking month. It's ridiculous. And I really believe that's one of the key reasons why I've gone from, you know, making a few hundred dollars to like having 30k months. Um, in two years is because of how much I've invested in myself time-wise, you know, financially, all of these things. It's always, always, always come back to me. And I always had the mindset of it, it's going to come back to me. And you can listen about that in other episodes, but you hire a mentor so that you can grow, so that you can, you know, and it's, it's someone too who can also reflect back to you the things you're not seeing. They can kind of get to know you and call you out on your shit that's like coming up and is holding you back in the places where you're staying small and the places where you're not, you know, letting yourself change or the places where you're not allowing yourself to be all that you truly are. It's, it's really is very truly powerful. Okay. Okay, I've changed locations. I'm not sure if you could hear water running so far. I'm in my house, so I just bought a house. The last two episodes talk all about that. And my partner and I did. And I'm in like, <laughs> I was in like the bathroom downstairs, but he's showering upstairs. And we have plans to make me an office where I can do all these recordings. But right now I'm just like in the house, um, which I'm super excited about and thankful for. So I'll keep going. 
So the third thing out of the five things is to outsource. So this was another area where I started doing this way before I felt ready. I think my first outsourcing was I got a graphic designer to make some pretty like layouts for Worthy for my course, my first ever course. And I think it was like $150, which to me at the time felt like, oh my God, I'm spending all this money. You know, it feels scary, but it gets you in the flow of like, you recognizing that you don't have to nor should you do everything it's okay to be an entrepreneur it's okay to be a solopreneur and you can be very successful on your own but at the same time it will benefit you so much and you will grow leaps and bounds if you are having someone who is good at what they do to help you in the areas where you're not so good at it so you want to really be in you really want to be spending most of your time doing the things that you really love and that you're really, really good at. So for me, that means most of my time is spent on phone calls, you know, actually coaching and working with people, teaching classes, creating courses, creating content. So like writing Instagram posts, writing emails, making these podcast episodes. Those are my main things that I that I do in my business. And over time, I outsource things like graphic design. I still do some graphic design because it's kind of fun for me. But like graphic design, I outsource. I outsource, you know, there's someone else who does my emails. There's someone who like does all the podcast production. There's someone who helps me do um, like customer service. What else do I outsource? I outsource a good bit. You know, whenever like I'm organizing a class or scheduling things or informing people of a class coming up or something like that, I have someone who helps me with like a lot of different things. And it really does help you grow a lot because, I mean, obviously, like you're the visionary, you're the leader. And if you have space to actually be that visionary and be the leader, then you're going to keep growing and you're going to be able to be way more proficient in the areas where you really love to work and where you love to where your you know your gifts are most useful and then it also clears up space where you aren't doing a ton of stuff all the time and you can just live your life you know what I mean because if I was like answering emails all the time I would have I would have no time to like chill it would be way too much so somebody else does that so I would suggest starting small, you know, maybe just like get a contractor to do, you know, like your graphic design or something like that. And you can hire VAs for like a few hours a week and it's like a couple hundred dollars a month or something like that. Even you can find people to hire at any budget. Like you could set aside $200 a month and have someone do a few hours of something and that's plenty to help you get started. And then over time you can kind of I have someone who works about 15 hours a week for me at this point. I know within, you know, maybe six months or something, she'll probably be more full time. Um, And I eventually want to have it where I have, I don't want to grow like really huge. I don't think, I don't know, who knows, but I don't have any plans to grow super huge and have like tons of employees or anything, but I would like to have a few full-time employees who have benefits and all of that kind of stuff. 
but you know be intentional with it look at where you're going and and take the leap before you're ready because again it's not you don't want to make decisions based off of where you are now you want to make decisions smart decisions (laughs) you know you don't want to be reckless but you want to invest which can sometimes feel like a stretch feel like an expansion feel uncomfortable but that's because it's taking you into that next level with yourself okay so the fourth thing is to let what it is that you're creating the business your work your teaching whatever be very 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 reflective of your values and there's a few reasons for this first of all obviously like you want to feel fulfilled you want to feel like what you're doing is making a difference in the world so if you care about social justice if you care about environmentalism if you care about animal rights whatever these things are make sure that you're using your platform you're using your work to represent and uplift and be supportive of what it is that you care about that's going to be a huge driving factor for you so for me it really motivates me to be able to donate to organizations, to be able to spend my money in ways that are um, ethical and support, you know, other companies, support coaches, uh, teachers who align with my values. The other side of it, of it is that when you are vocal and clear and transparent and your business reflects your values, you're going to bring in clients who absolutely love you, your work, your business, your organization, whatever it is, because of the values that it represents. It's not just going to be someone who's buying something from you because they need it. And so they went to freaking the grocery store, Kroger, Walmart, and they just picked it out and they left and they have no impartial feelings towards that business at all. It's someone who's going to be like, I fucking love this woman because of everything that she stands for, everything that she speaks about, everything that she is, you know, representing with her business and taking care of with her business and that it's not just about her she's generous she's powerful she was making change all of these things and it will drive some people away for sure but like you need to be a bit polar you need to be a bit polarizing because you don't want to be just kind of this like (laughs) what's the term like wet mop (laughs) is that is that a nice term I have no idea but you don't want to be this like just kind of in the middle, like, uh, I don't hurt anybody's feelings because people, you know, won't be like gravitating towards you. They, people gravitate toward the people who are bold and who are truly themselves and who are making an impact and who are like, this is what I stand for. So it's a really powerful way to also draw in the people. And I notice all the time, like everyone who signs up for my courses, everyone who I work with, I'm like in love with all of them because they have such beautiful, bold values. They're environmentalists. I have vegans. I have people who care about social justice. I have people who care about meditation, people who love to be out in nature, people who like are very much like me. And it's, I'm like, what a bunch of freaking badasses. I love these women. And then I'm realizing like, oh, it's because like I drew them in. I was clear about what I stand for. And so the people who have come to me reflect that back to me. And it's not like this like weird echo chamber. Of course, there's like people who have different beliefs, but it really is a powerful way to work with people. Okay, so the last, very last thing for today in this episode, and then there'll be another episode again, is to 
stay connected to why you started it. I feel like so often people who are running or starting more like running, like maybe if you've been like operating your business for a while or you're, you've been teaching for a while or whatever, you get sidetracked of why you even started it in the first place. Again, some women in my mastermind and some of my one-on-ones as well, I've seen this come up. It's like they get into the same default as when they had their jobs, the same kind of needing to be productive, the same wanting the same outcomes. And it's like, wait a second. No, 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 no. You can take time off. You can schedule whenever you want. You can start, you know, not start work until about 11 o'clock if you don't want to, because you created this in part so that you could have more freedom. And people also can get caught up in like the lack mentality and the needing the money and all those things, which we do, right? Like there's two sides of it we do, but at the same time, you kind of want to be more focused on the impact and feel like the money's just like bound to come to you when you're being of service and when you're truly in your gifts. Like it has, like for me, I'm like, there's no way I can't make more money. Like, because what I do is so needed in the world. I'm a hundred percent. I had to teach myself to believe that, right? But like 100%, I believe that with all of my body and all of my heart. And so we get caught up in like the to-dos and all the things and lose track of why we even started it. So it's really important every day really to, you know, maybe you can do this during your practice time or whatever, to come back to why we're even doing this. We crave freedom. We want to be, you know, we want to... I had this, I actually taught a class on this the other day. I totally forgot. With Worthy, I totally taught your why the other day. And I love, like, I do this. I love to think about what it is that I want. Like some some of the things that are material, right? So, you know, I used to want a partner or whatever. I want to deepen my relationship with my partner. I want to, you know, make more money. I want to, you know build on to our, our house. I want to have more clients, all of these things, right? But what's what's underneath that? There's something deeper there. We want freedom. We want choice. We want to feel happy. We want to feel love. We want to feel like we can be generous with people. We want to take care of our families. We want to feel, oh, we just want to feel good. You know what I mean? And so if you come back to that and you're basing your decisions on what's going to truly feel the best, what's going to be the most loving and what's going to take care of your family and take care of your clients and help people and help yourself at the same time, then those are going to be the most powerful decisions. They're not always going to be the easiest. They're not always going to be the most comfortable. A lot of times they'll feel completely like insane or reckless or weird if you're not used to making decisions in that way but over time as you learn to be decisive based on what feels good and what you know truly is based in love then you'll see that those decisions are extraordinarily powerful amazingly powerful so make more decisions based in love basically and you can journal about this you can ask yourself like what would the Melissa who is where I want to be and has made, you know, is super empowered, is super in her heart center, is like, you know, doing good things, is making all this money. Like, what would she do? What would she do? And then you do it and you trust that it's going to work out. You don't worry about all the hows and all the like what ifs and all that stuff. You just trust that it's going to work out. Yeah. 
Okay, so those are the five things. I hope you really like this episode. Please share it up if you did. There's going to be a part two next week where I'm going to go into a little more detail things around like soul strategy, things like marketing, all of that kind of stuff. So come back and listen. It's going to be a fun episode. I also have a course coming up around all these topics. I'll have more info on that next week as well. But I'm super pumped to share it with you all. I haven't made a course like this before. Well, I've made some that are similar in master classes and things, but I'm I'm just really thankful that you're here. I'm thankful that you're listening to me. I'm thankful that you trust me. I'm thankful that we get to connect in this way. If you're listening, I'm sitting here in my bathroom sending all of my love to you, all of my heart. Um, I'm really, really thankful for you. Please share this episode, send it to a friend, share it on your Instagram story, leave a review for the podcast. I would appreciate it so much. Okay, I'll see you next week. Have a good day.